Welcome back to Goal Line Stuff, the show where we talk about anything and everything football related. I'm Alex Kurekiev. And I'm Michael San Antonio. And boy, do we have a show for you today. NFL playoffs have been crazy so far. We both went 500 in our predictions for the wild card games. And that's not, you know, that's not goal line stuff quality right there. We're usually a little bit better than that. So not super happy about that. Also not super happy about that Eagles loss. I know you thought it would happen, Alex. I, I was more optimistic and obviously, yeah, I mean, I am at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, rough loss though. I'm still sad. Um, and I'm sure that some other fans are sad. I mean, there was a lot of upsets last week. What we're going to do is we're going to go over each game from the first one to the, which was the Texans and Browns game to the last one, which is our Eagles getting destroyed by the Buccaneers. And then we're going to go over the divisional matchups, kind of talk about what we think is going to happen and why in each one of those. So should be fairly straightforward. Um, Yeah. If you want to listen to a certain game, you know where to find it based on when it played, basically go through the episode, but yeah. Um, Let's start with the Texans and Browns game. The first one, um, one that I thought was going to be a lot closer, frankly, than it actually was. Texans beat down on the Browns 45 to 14. Joe Flacco threw two picks. Like I said, and you said, if Flacco implodes, then the Browns are probably going to lose. And that's what happened. But the surprising thing is that it wasn't really Flacco's picks to me that lost the game. It was more the Browns mm-hmm. defense, which was, was the Browns defense, which was supposed to be the number one defense in the league that was frankly terrible in that game. CJ Stroud was passing all over them. Singletary was running all over them. They couldn't get any pressure on CJ Stroud. That was the game right there. Yeah, I mean, the defense for the Browns has been their strong suit all year. Uh, Has been one of the top defenses in the whole league, if not the top. And so it was really weird to see them get completely ran over like that. But I don't think you can say that was the whole reason for the loss when it was a competitive game, at least, up until Joe Flacco threw back-to-back pick sixes put the game completely out of reach and it was bound to happen that that's Joe Flacco's mentality just chuck it and so I think at his age there was a reason that he was unsigned through late November and we finally saw that reason on Saturday against the Texans am I surprised that the score differential yeah but am I surprised that the result not exactly I'm not surprised either. All I'm saying is that the Texans, to me, you know, I thought if they were going to win, they were going to win by a little bit. But they played great offensively, defensively. Stroud played maybe his best game of the year in his first playoff game. You you don't see that out of quarterbacks. I mean, uh, he was fantastic. And, the yeah, like I said, the defense made plays when it had to. They made crucial stops on offense. Flacco and the offense looked great at first for the Browns, but then – I mean, really, second half, they couldn't do anything. Those two pick sixes were huge, and Stroud could kind of rest late game, didn't have to even pass it after the third quarter. Uh, yeah, I think the Texans, I underestimated them going into this. I really did. And going forward, you know, I think we're going to have to start having conversations about this team potentially making a run and C.J. Stroud potentially being one of the best quarterbacks well, in the NFL. Let's Let's give it another week before we start talking about making a run. Okay. They play the one seed. True. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll see this week. No, but listen, I can't say anything about CJ Stroud that hasn't been said already, but I think CJ Stroud is a top five guy for the next 10 years. Yeah. And watching him makes me even more upset about the Eagles. Yeah. However, we could rectify that by getting his offensive coordinator. I wouldn't mind doing that. I'll get well, I'll, I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Do you think Flacco is going to get a starting gig next year? I mean, if if another team has every quarterback in their whole roster get hurt just like the Browns did, then I don't see why not. Hmm. He willed them into the playoffs to begin with. Yeah. The wheels fell off, but, you know, he'll come in and help you win a couple games. I agree with that. Disappointing way to end it for the Browns, but they had a good year. I think Stefanski's a pretty good coach. Defensively, I mean, they just need to stay consistent into the playoffs. And I think 
you know, as long as they continue to play like that next year, or at least certain up to a certain level defensively with a decent offense, I think they could probably make the playoffs again next year. So. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think if Watson gets back to at least his semi-old self, then that defense is still going to have all their best players. Yeah. They get Nick Chubb back. So I think that Watson is going to be the key to that team for the next few years because then his contract also kicks in. That team is a disaster. Yeah. Especially if he doesn't. That team will become a disaster, I should say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I mean, that's Texans-Browns. Uh, we'll talk more about the Texans a little bit later. Let's move on to Chiefs-Dolphins, though. This game, I mean, it wasn't the most entertaining game to watch, but with the weather, with the temperature, you know, that, that was funny, seeing Andy Reid's mustache freeze up. That was hilarious. It was also only on Peacock, which is kind of crazy that they did that. Did you get to watch it? I did, I did watch it on Peacock, yeah. See, I don't know if it's like the new cameras that are out there right now, but seeing everybody's in each individual breath, every mm-hmm. snap was so weird. I feel it like I've weird. never seen that before. And I've seen cold NFL games. Well, this was one of, this was like third coldest ever they said, or something like that. Yeah. But your breath starts to show it. Like, you know, it, I don't think it even has to be freezing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think they really just tried to show how cold it was. Cause that's like, you know, the game wasn't fun. So they were trying every way they could to make it entertaining at least especially midway no, through just some... what hmm? are, are you saying they had artificial breaths or something that's not what i meant no i meant like they were trying to show it more so i feel so, like so what no it, it was just normal like camera angles you just could see every player's breath they usually i, I feel like they were going out of their way to show how cold it was though no of course they were but i'm talking about just like Every snap. Well, no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. I, I guess that is true. Yeah, it was, it was weird. weird. It was definitely weird seeing that. But I mean, the result matters. Yeah, the, huh? the result wasn't weird. That's what I was about to segue into. I was gonna say, actually, I'm gonna let you talk because you, your take was correct about Tua about what the Dolphins would look like with their broken offense. You lead the way. The Dolphins. Uh, this was not their year because of how many people they had get hurt. Their line was all patchwork their defense was full of backups and Mike McDaniel got out coached consistently for the last few weeks the Dolphins could have been playing a home game in sunny South Florida had they not choked against the Titans had they not gotten blown out by the Ravens had they not lost to Buffalo at home for the division last week and so I'm a big McDaniel fan but what he was doing was not working how much of that is because of the limitations Tua has as a quarterback which I believe are reading the field and making a lot of tight window throws. I think he struggles with both of those things. I don't know how much of that was responsible for the Dolphins' last few games, along with the injuries. I'm, of course, it's going to be a combination of everything, but I think that this outcome was pretty easy to see. I think Andy Reid finally learned that he should run the ball, and that bodes well for the Chiefs' potential playoff success for the rest of this year. Um Rasheed Rice looked really good. I was really impressed with him after, you know, he, he's been kind of up and down all year, more trending upwards towards the end of the season. But this was the first game I saw where he really, like, broke out, in my opinion. I'm sure stats say otherwise, but the, he he I felt he took over the passing game this week. And, yeah, the Dolphins were not able to do anything on offense the weather, of course, played into that. I don't think either team was playing at what they could be, but the Dolphins are especially affected by it. I mean, negative six on paper, and then feels like it was, what, negative 20 or something like that? 27 at the end, yeah. Yeah, some ridiculous number. Nobody can play football effectively in that weather. The Chiefs just did it a little mm-hmm. better than the Dolphins did. And their defense played real well. Uh, this game was just not set up for the Dolphins to succeed because the Dolphins are more of a finesse team that relies on the big play, whereas the Chiefs can just beat you down. Even then, watching it, I mean, Tua to me just looked like he didn't know what he was doing out there, kind of what you were saying. You know, he was holding onto the ball way too long. 
he was taking the check down. It, it seemed like he just didn't know where to throw the ball and he was lost. And then he was like throwing so it away. Too his, late. They take his first telegraph to read away and then he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And I, I don't think the weather helped or anything like that. You know, after every play that Tyreek or Waddle had to hustle, you know, hundred percent, they would have to leave the game for a snap yeah. or two. So it was just like, the weather wasn't helping Miami at all. We already knew that would happen. But even in that situation, Tua still didn't show up at all. And so I think that this game, along with kind of his late season fall off and his limitations are going to make it real hard for Miami to, to give him the top tier contract that he, him and his agent are going to want to get. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think Kansas City dominated this game. It wasn't a yeah. great weather game for either team. But like you said, the defense played great. Tua couldn't get anything done besides that one underthrow to Tyreek where Tyreek made the an incredible took that touchdown. Too. Yeah. And um, the Chiefs, I was surprised how aggressive they were. They were passing from the start. They were passing early. And I think Reed was like, you know, Mahomes is our best player. Even though this year's been rough, we're going to win and lose with him. We're going we're gonna to try to win passing the ball. And it worked. I mean, I even though – that- the Dolphins expected it to be such a pass-heavy attack considering the wind. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And Mahomes was still pretty effective with his passing. You know, there were some drops in there. Kelsey had three. I believe there was like two other drops besides sure. that, maybe only one other. Yeah, and and so even with that, you know, Mahomes still had a, a very good game as he normally does in the playoffs. Um, Chiefs looked better than I thought. So, yeah. Me too. That's really what I, I, I was impressed. Yeah. I was impressed by the Chiefs. We'll see what they could do against Buffalo. You ready to talk about Cowboys Packers? This would be a fun one. Yeah. So I, I just want to take my, you saw this one coming. I, I want to take the victory lap right now. Yeah, I, I had the Packers winning. I was one of the only people I knew who had the Packers winning this one. And I I guess I don't know. I saw the Packers beat Dallas last year with Rodgers in in the regular season in similar similar circumstances. You know, the Packers weren't that good then. They've been playing better now. And I figured the way Jordan Love's been playing, Dallas has trouble against good teams. I was like, you know what? This is going to be a close game. I think the Packers actually win this one by their offense. And that's exactly what happened. Early in the game, Jordan Love looked incredible. The Packers were moving the ball with ease. Jordan Love had all day to pass the ball. And he was making great passes across the field. Romeo Dobbs had a great game. Uh, Aaron Jones kind of set the pace. You know, they started giving it to him. You know, he's been he's kind of had an off year. They've been trying to, I guess, not overwork him. You know, he's 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 getting older. So he's been injured he, all year. He played like six games. Yeah, but even then he wasn't getting touchdowns. He wasn't getting a lot of yards until the end of the year. He, no, he balled out week one and then he was hurt the rest of the year and then only really he got was hurt for like he was hurt weeks. for like five. I thought he was only hurt for like five, seven games. So then he came back. He played that that last no, like eight he, games of the year. He he got hurt week one, and then came back after a few games, and then got hurt again. He got hurt two, two I, separate times. I'm pretty sure he played at least half a season, but maybe he was injured for half the season. He was injured for like I guess a lot of the games he, he played. But he either way, six games, but two more games along with that, he didn't play like at all. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. I mean, he was injured. But the point I was trying to make is that Aaron Jones looked like 2019 Aaron Jones all over again. And getting him back healthy and able to to run the offense through him was very important for them. I mean, once Jordan Love was passing great and Aaron Jones, you know, once both of them are working, it's hard to stop the Packers at their best. So on offense, at least. So Dallas's defense had no answer to that. And that was kind of surprising for a lot of people, I guess, because Dallas's defense is one of the top-ranked defenses in the league. But I've seen them fail and have a hard time against some good teams. So I I kind of expected that. I didn't expect the beatdown that this was, and I didn't expect Dak to have a total meltdown in the first half. Um, And it just seems like every year it's Dallas, you know, either not looking like themselves and just losing or being terrible in the first half and then trying to come back in the second half and just being a quarter or two too short. I mean, if Dallas played another two quarters in that game, if they played another two quarters like they were in the second half, they probably would have won, but they just I don't, couldn't. I don't you, know, agree. They, you don't agree? No, I think the Green Bay took their foot off the gas in the second half. They did, but I don't know. I, I really think I think Dallas 
could have played better. If Dallas had their best beach Green Bay any day of, of the course. week. Just never I mean, the one is a 12-win team. The other is a 9-win team. Yeah. But Green Bay came out, had the absolute perfect drive they could have had. They shaved off more than half of the first quarter and finished mm-hmm. with a touchdown as they're running the ball down Dallas's throat, which is how you beat them all year. Yeah. And after that drive... They showed Dak on the sideline before the Cowboys had even touched the ball, and he looked like terrified. Because he, I think he knew in his mind, that, completely oh, no. terrified. Like he knew that he didn't, he didn't have a chance. Yeah, and I think that's my problem with the Eagles the last few weeks that they don't come out playing like they believe they can win. I think the confidence is at least a quarter of the game in the NFL because these guys are all relatively similar in skill. I, I think Dak knew that it wasn't going to be an easy one. I mean, it's the same cycle. It's every year with the Cowboys. And it's like every year, once you have hope, they they blow it. You know, Lef- I think LaFleur just completely outcoached McCarthy in this one. Oh, absolutely. The and, and are not the better team. Jor- Jordan Love is the better quarterback, but the Packers are by far means whoa, not – they're not whoa, the better whoa, team. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said it. Let's relax. It's been a year. No, yeah, I mean, okay, we need to give him more time. But from everything I've seen, even with Dak having a great regular season, I like Jordan Love better. He's the better quarterback to me. Now, again, I have to give him some more time. So that's fair enough. I think that's a little premature. Okay, that's fair I think enough. next year I will confidently say that, but I think we need to chill out. I Jordan Love looked a lot like Aaron Rodgers back there. Oh, I agree. And his release and- is very, very similar to Aaron's. Yeah, it's just so effortless. He just drops back, and then he's like, Ooh, and, then, and it's right so to his guy. He was throwing the ball with a dude straight up in his face was mm-hmm. insane to me. He played probably the best game of his career. I'd say definitely yeah. the best game of his career. I, yeah. And I, I'm still, like, befuddled at what happened. I did not see that coming whatsoever. And then I didn't they see 48 to 32. They let that – right, 70 total points against the yeah. top defense in the, the league or yeah, whatever, whatever, you know, up there stats wise. Um, yeah. But we saw all year, this Dallas team, when they can't generate turnovers off bad teams, that defense has struggled. <laughs> we saw it against the Eagles. We saw it against the lions. They, they struggled to win these grindy games. It was another finesse team like the dolphins. And Yep. We just saw Green Bay walk into that stadium and know they were going to win and then walk out victorious. And the way that Dallas choked makes it even more mind-boggling that Jerry Jones thought it was a good idea to keep Mike McCarthy. There are so many good coaches available, and you keep Mike McCarthy, the guy who has delivered you one playoff win after 36 regular season wins. I think, well, okay, I don't justify the McCarthy keeping because despite the good regular season records, he's he's not, I've been saying all along that I don't think he's a great coach. Even in Green Bay, he just never was fantastic. He's a good coach. He could get you wins, but he's never going to push you over the edge of winning. Winning a ring, like Rodgers and that team won the ring. He didn't win that ring. Packers should have been much better in the postseason with McCarthy all those years. And so I really think that they they shouldn't keep McCarthy. But I think from Jerry Jones's perspective, I mean, he's put in so much into into Dak, now into McCarthy, into this vision. And I think he's just like, at this point, he's like, I'm just going to let it ride out and hope in the next two years that something will change. And That's not nothing smart. will change. I, I know it's not smart. I'm saying nothing will change. Either. Like, listen, not to be morbid, but Jerry Jones is 80-something years old. Jeez, this man might not see the his Cowboys for that much longer. That's crazy. So for him to be making moves like this where he's not with no urgency to win when you have such a good roster already is I don't get it. I just think that like the right move is to move on from McCarthy and trade Dak, in my opinion. Right. Who are you going to play? The fan base is not going to be on board with that. I, I disagree with you on that one. You think the fan base wants to trade Dak? Yes. But then he should, because, I mean, that's the only reason. We see one year of disappointment from Nick Sirianni. At least half of the fan base wants to fire him. 
How do you think Cowboys fans feel after year after year after year of disappointment? The thing is, though, is that we we were what one in six in our last seven games. The Eagles, the Cowboys okay. aren't like that. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. The Cowboys are always fraudulent. The Eagles were were ten and one, and then we just had the biggest collapse maybe ever. Okay, so it, it's a different scenario that we'll talk about in. You know, I will get uh, to it. Believe me. Yep. I don't yeah. understand it, Dallas. That's an unserious move. To me, it's like you have enough talent that you can win, but with that coach, with that quarterback, with the way things have been, I just I, I think you need to move on and try to find someone new and find a new identity because it's not working. It's not. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Packers, bright future out of them. That's all I got to say about them. Big time. Yeah. Let's move on to Lions-Rams because we've been babbling a lot. Um, this one, we both took the Rams and that move after watching the game, I'm actually not even mad about at this pick. Yeah, you know, I can't, I think, I, can't be too I think the Rams should have won this game. It really came down to the lions defense, making crucial stops in the red zone, yeah. crucial stops. And there were three or three trips, I believe where the Rams drove it right down crucial. to the red zone and could not score a touchdown. And yeah. so that that was the game right there, and and I'm happy for the Lions. You know, I think we both agreed that it was going to be a close game either way, even if we were wrong. It was it was a one point game, and the Lions and the city of Detroit deserve a playoff win more than any anyone else, pretty much. Uh, I didn't like how they booed Stafford though. I thought that that was a low class move. No, Stafford's the man. I like that. Do. I, I don't know. You're gonna. Cheer it's not his fault. Losing quarterback in your no don't cheer, don't cheer for him but don't don't boo him don't boo he's him a, he's the enemy i guess I, I just like i feel bad for him he gave he gave detroit everything he had and then I it was the front office that traded him you know well, they course. let him down he's a, he was a perfectly good quarterback but that's what you do you, you i guess boo the other team's players that's what nfl fans do I okay. Stafford's one of my favorite mean, players. Yeah. The other team's quarterback could cure cancer, and I'd still boo him when he's playing against my team. Interesting. It's what you do. He's the other. He's the enemy. You don't want your team to lose. Yeah, I mean, you don't root for them. That but doesn't make him I don't a know. bad person. I Philly clapped when Doug came back for the first time, and then booed. I guess. They booed this the was his first time back, though. That's all I'm saying. They booed the crap out of him his first time back. We also clapped for him. I remember that pretty well. I Yes, I think that once they you know recognize him, you won our first Super Bowl, like, yeah, good job, then boo, you you coach the other team. Uh, fair enough. I, fair but enough. you do. Um, okay. Let, let's get, let's get back on, on track, though, with this game. Um, the other... Thing, I mean, besides the Lions defense playing great that I wanted to to mention is that I think Jared Goff and the offense really were clicking when they had to, especially early in the game. And Jameer Gibbs, what a pickup. Amon Ra has taken a step up this year, too. I, I think. Be. Yeah. What, what, sorry, what do you say? I said praise be. Praise be. Yeah. Praise be the sun god. I, I love sun god. I love Amon Ra. He should have made the Pro Bowl, but that's a different discussion. Um, their offense was really good and their defense made stops when it mattered. And that's why they won, but it was a little too close. I think the offense really kind of, kind of fell off in the second half of the game. They really didn't score many points. They're lucky their defense stayed intact because all year they haven't been. And I'm kind of surprised they ended up winning that game. But like I said, I'm happy for them. So I think at the end of the game, the Rams had a chance to kick a 61 yard field goal with their kicker, Brett Maher, who's known for being notoriously terrible at short kicks, but also notoriously awesome at long kicks. So I think they should have at least given him a chance Mm -hmm. to to win the game for them at the end, or at least put them in the lead, I should say, knowing they only had one timeout. I think that was a big mistake to bet on your defense to get a full stop, especially when you know they're going to run it, and Detroit's such a good running team. Um, two good backs I mean I think that's a mistake however the real praise of this game to me goes to the Lions defense the Lions defense mm-hmm. has been pretty 
horrendous these last few weeks because they've had a bunch of injuries. And I thought that this would be a shootout. But the Lions defense, I mean, they bended, but they definitely did not break. And that was the deciding factor. Yeah. Holding the Rams to field goals instead of touchdowns is what won them the game. And especially the way Stafford and the offense were were playing. I mean, they looked unstoppable at times. Yeah. They stopped them. And then as soon as they got to the red zone, it just became a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And I think if the, the Lions defense can keep playing like that for the rest of the playoffs, then they could make a real good run. I mean, agreed. Agree 100%. Um, yeah, I, that's pretty much all I have to say. Um, you ready to move on Steelers and Bills? Yeah, I feel bad for the Steelers. They had to play against two teams in this game. It was the Steelers what? versus the refs and the Bills. Wow. Uh, no, I'm kidding. That's what George Pickens said, though. Yeah, he would say that. I don't know how he's saying that and ignoring the fact that the the refs just completely overturned an obvious fumble in the beginning of the game. Yeah. I, I don't know how they didn't give Buffalo the ball there. But anyway, um, not much to say about this one. 31. What was the final? Was it 31-17 or 34-17? It was 31. Yeah. Um, The one team was a lot better than the other. The other team probably didn't belong in the playoffs. And it, the game went about as as could be expected. Yep. There was some fun in the snow, fans throwing snowballs. Always like to see that. Uh, the real story here is how many injuries the Bills sustained on defense, which I think is going to really impact next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they lost two starting linebackers, two starting corners, and uh, also backup linebackers got hurt too, I think. They, they, they're injured. This already didn't play. They're hurting. I mean, every team is, but they really got hurt this game. Yeah. And I don't know what they do next week. I would have normally said that the Bills would demolish the Chiefs at home in the playoffs, the way the Chiefs have been playing this year and the way the Bills have been playing at the end of the year. We'll see. Like, we'll we'll get to that in the predictions. Honestly, I haven't made up my mind yet, but this game is not much of a story to me. Yeah, I just want to quickly chime in and say that the Steelers are a quarterback and health away from maybe actually being a real playoff team. Uh, Probably. They're not. And so the game went about as expected. It was a little sloppy. Um, Josh Allen played great. I mean, he had that run. Khalil Shakir. That was that play was that was awesome. I think I think he's a breakout candidate for next year. I really do. He's a talented receiver. And you know, if they just use him more, I mean, the stats are going to pile up. He's so. awesome. The little, little shifty slot guy. Yeah, I, I like him a I lot. Like him a lot. That, was, that was sick watching live. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say. The, the, the fumbles in the beginning made a big impact. And even though that one got overturned still, I mean, the Steelers just didn't have it. They And they're not, they didn't, they don't have it. So Bills move on to play the Chiefs. We know that those matchups are always great. Um, I can't and- wait Finally, uh, the Eagles Bucks. We have to talk about it. Take your victory. I, I this is it's not a victory lap. I enjoy taking. Yeah, I know, I know. This game is only a story for someone who hasn't watched the Eagles every week since Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand how they let it get this bad how they let it get past three weeks of being terrible and didn't make a single change. In fact, they didn't make a single change throughout the entire season besides fire your defensive coordinator for someone who's a complete hack at their job. Didn't fire him, just swapped. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that happened, but there is nothing good to say about the Eagles this year. Yeah, They just completely gave up after getting destroyed by the Niners, after not looking like the dominant team that 10-1 and would suggest they are. They just completely tripped over themselves and vomited all over themselves for the rest of the season, and just they couldn't do anything. The offense is completely incompetent. The defense might be even worse, and now we're going to fire the whole coordinating staff and keep the head coach that oversaw these coordinators. Yeah. It's mind-bogglingly stupid to keep him. And it's even worse to think about what happened this year and think about the fact that they might have ruined all our veteran guys' last season 
by keeping these idiots on the staff. I just want to say before uh, Sirianni isn't officially kept yet. We're recording no. this on a Thursday. They're meeting tomorrow. So we know last time no. I talked about this with you, Alex, before last time that this happened with Doug, Doug Peterson, there was rumors that he's staying and then there was a meeting and then he got fired right after that meeting. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I agree with the sentiments of what you're saying. It would really stink if Kelsey, maybe Cox's last years or last year was, you know, this one where we just went one in six in our last seven games. And although I had the Eagles winning out of faith, out of hope on the very first drive, three plays in, I believe, or may, may have been four plays in when Tampa Bay and Baker were just destroying our defense. I literally, with the people I said, they could vouch for me. I said, we're going to lose this game. I knew it. I knew it. So I just hope that everybody took my advice and bet on Tampa before the game. <laughs> Cause that was the probably biggest did. money you would have ever made. Yeah. You made 10 bucks off of me. So yeah. And I question I, your decision-making for taking that bet, but sorry. I, I mean, no, I'm sorry. Okay. I was, I'm, I'm the benefactor there. Yeah. I was, I was hoping, I was really hoping. Um, Yeah. Just, ugly. I mean, the tackling man, it's like there was like five plays. I cannot figure out which side of the ball was worse. No, it's defense. Because we didn't it? have AJ on offense. Oh, no. We lost one top 10 receiver and only have another top 15 receiver. Top However, 20. can we beat the nine and eight Buccaneers without our one receiver? No, I, I know, but I'm just. Our defense was was really that bad. I mean, there was just there was like five plays where I was just like, "No, you the look, game, look the like game a high school team." Over I, at one point, I thought that we might be able to do something because they started playing with a little bit of fire. The defense started got making like stops. Four, the defense got like three or four stops in a row, and mm-hmm. the offense could not move the ball ten yards. That is true. Jalen Hurts took the stupidest safety I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that was Sorry, bad. No, no, no. Besides the ones where the guy runs out of bounds. Orlovsky, yeah. Jimmy G did it too. Jimmy G. And that was actually a smart play on Jimmy G because he, he proceeded to throw a pick six, but it didn't count. Not a smart he play. It worked out, for, out for him. It worked out huh? for him. Not yeah. a smart play. It worked out for him, yeah. yeah. But the, the Eagles coaching was so incompetent this year that – like I, I can't even talk about it anymore. I think we need to take a serious look at Howie Roseman too, because that defense that he built was awful. And his I coaching hires are very questionable. You can't blame him for like James Bradbury just like turning into the worst cornerback in the league. No. You know, I mean, I, I can blame him for the contract he signed him to. But even then, James but Bradbury I, was I good last year. Get, I wouldn't expect him to get terrible for. In the first year, yeah, but it is a long term. It's we got two more years with him. Well, if he he cannot be starting next year, I don't think he will be. He better he better not be starting next year. I don't know what the Eagles do from here on out. To be honest, there's a lot of big decisions that have to be made this off season, and I think with how how he is, he acts on a whim. There's going to be a lot of radical things that happen. But I disagree. I don't think they're going to change anything. We're going to have to. And I think Washington is going to make a deep playoff run because they're going to get Ben Johnson from the Lions and draft a real quarterback. Okay, let, let's hold our horses, okay? And after Dallas and the Philadelphia chill. stick let's with chill. their moron coaches. Let's chill. All right, watch. It's like me saying, like, oh, yeah, the Giants are going to get a quarterback and, you know, make a run. Yeah, we're, Washington's we're not more confident. Yet. Wait till the offseason before we start saying some ridiculous stuff. About the Giants and Commanders. It okay. is the offseason for the NFC East. <laughs> it is the offseason. It shouldn't be, but it is. Cowboys and Eagles self-destruct is crazy. Also, it looks like Bill Belichick is going to get hired by the Falcons. If I was a betting man, I would say that that's happening. Um, We'll see if it actually happens, but I, I would say that is. I like that. They're going to get he a real quarterback, the and Jets. they're going to win that division. Huh? He should go to the Jets. No, I do like that too, but they need to get you a real quarterback. Go to the Chargers? I, yeah, but then I thought it through in my head in that second. The Falcons, I think, the Falcons have a better defense than the Chargers. And the Falcons have the skill position players. Their line is, 
you know, it ha- it has some potential. I I think the I think the Falcons really are a quarterback away from being competitive. And with Belichick, yeah, I mean, if he gets a quarterback anywhere, then he's probably fine. So I like that. I like him to the Falcons. So moving on to our predictions. Um, as for our playoff picks, we got four games to pick from. We've got Texans at Ravens. We've got Chiefs at Bills, Packers at Niners, and Bucks at Lions, right? Three and yeah. four, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you want to start first with Texans at Ravens? I do. Um, Texans versus Ravens. This one I think is it's extremely close for me. I actually like went into this episode not knowing who to pick. And I made my decision recently. And I'm taking the Ravens in this one, but I think it's going to be extremely close. And I think what comes down to it is that I think their defense is incredible. I think it's good enough that it could even stop CJ Stroud. I don't think it will, but I think it could. And that being said, I don't think the Texans defense is as good as the, it isn't as good as the Ravens defense. So I think Lamar and the Ravens offense isn't going to have quite as hard of a time as it had week one when these two teams played each other last um, and that one, the Ravens won 25 to nine, but both teams are very different now. Both teams are better than they were week one. So like, I, th- I think it's going to be close, but because of the defense and just the Ravens being the better overall team, I think it'll take a great performance out of Street J Stroud, like an incredible performance and the Ravens self-destructing for them to lose. And while the Ravens tend to do that, I don't think that they're going to do it in this game if they do it at all. So I I think the Ravens win this one by a little bit. And even if Stroud has a surprise, incredible performance again, I I just think it's a year early for the Texans. I think the Ravens are the better team. I'm sticking with the safe team. I think they're going to win this one. I agree with your take on that one. I think the Texans are a year away. They weren't even supposed to make the playoffs at all this year. Yeah. Um, Their roster isn't all that. They've got some unspectacular players on both sides of the ball mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, Noah Brown is your wide receiver too, I believe. Technically. I'm not missing anything. Robert Woods, but I he, yeah. I don't think he plays, does he? No, they, they play him. It doesn't, anyway. Nico Collins is their one, and that's all that matters right now. But Anyway, still, still. the Ravens have a stacked roster with a brand new coaching staff. The Ravens implode in the playoffs every year, but both of those coordinators are gone. Mm-hmm. Greg Roman and Wake Martindale are not the Baltimore Ravens coordinators anymore. And yeah. I think this is the year for the Ravens to really make a run. We'll see how they perform in the playoffs in this first game. I think they're going to win the game, and then we'll see how, how deep they'll go. But and guess I what? Think this one is the Ravens. What? They have Dalvin Cook now, who's going to run for Super 250 Bowl. on the Texans season. Super Bowl. 2023 Dalvin Cook? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Super Bowl. Yeah. No, but really, uh, they I, do have Mark Andrews coming back. Their offense has been high flying all year. I think that if there's ever a if like if there's a Super Bowl favorite this year, it's the Ravens to me right now. Potentially. I don't know. I, I disagree with that actually. But I, I wanna so I have the Ravens. Disclaimer though. You know, you might be like, oh, duh, the Ravens are going to win. That's an easy pick. I don't think so. I think after no, I watching, think it'll be close-ish. After watching that Texans game last week, I really think C.J. Stroud is a top-five quarterback. The defense stepped up last week. I don't think they will this one, but, you know, Dude, I Ravens wouldn't be surprised. The starters if... week 18? No, Sorry. The Ravens what? didn't play their starters week 18. They didn't, did they didn't play their starters week 18. No. So they might be coming off a little rust. I think it'll be a little closer than everyone anticipates, but I think the Ravens will be – Fairly comfortable. I think they'll win. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if they don't at all. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, be completely shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I think they'll win, though. That, that's all I have I, to say. I also think they'll win. Yeah. Moving on to your other AFC game, you got Chiefs at Bills in what I thought I read was going to be another snow game. Yeah, in Buffalo. Which is awesome. You love yeah. to see that, especially between these two guys. First it's time the, the Chiefs first... aren't playing at home. Right, I was going to say that. It's the first time Mahomes is playing a road playoff game. Mm-hmm. And we saw the Chiefs play really well at home last week against the Dolphins in the weather. This one is so tough. What What is the spread off the top of your head? Do you know? I don't. Let me look it up. I, I don't want to. I'm seeing. 
Bills minus 2.5. So they're not even giving them an advantage at a neutral field. Yeah. It's a complete toss-up. Even Vegas agrees. And it is. I think with all the injuries that the Bills have, I have to go with the Chiefs ever so slightly. I would talk about the experience the Chiefs have, but they've never played a road game on the play in the playoffs. But it's not like they're they're not used to cold weather and snow. It's, it's still the Chiefs. They play in the cold and they also play in Denver, which gets a lot of snow. So uh, I mean that I don't think is going to be like some unfamiliar experience for the Chiefs. The Chiefs played really well. They played really smart on offense, in my opinion, against the Bills outside of a couple plays here and there, which is the Andy Reid special. Um, And as much as I love Josh Allen and I love the Bills, I think this is going to be the Chiefs again. Fair. Um, Which sets up a not-so-close AFC championship, in my opinion. Interesting. I, I think this is a coin flip, personally. I haven't, in my mind, I haven't truly set a winner. Like, I don't know. Like, I can pick a team. And I could tell you why that this team will win, but in my mind, I'm still iffy about it. So I'm yeah. going to say that I have the Bills winning. And the main reason is because the Chiefs have looked bad all year, or they've been on the downward all year. Their defense has been good, but their offensive has had a lot of issues. And even though I know Patrick Mahomes steps up to the playoffs, I know Josh Allen does too. So I think that either way, this game could be a classic. It's going to be a close one. I think both teams are going to give it all they have. But Buffalo, to me, has more explosiveness. I think at any moment, Josh Allen and the offense could still make a crazy play. The Chiefs, I think, are missing that right now. And I know that that's not a big thing to to differentiate who's going to win. Kansas City has, I think, should be favored with all these injuries, personally, even though they're on the road. Um, But something's telling me that this is going to be the year where Josh Allen finally gets over the hump. With the Chiefs having all their issues, I just think that it doesn't make sense for them to just defy all these issues again in the playoffs and somehow move past. And so with that logic, I'm taking the bills. I think that the bills might be a slightly better team when fully healthy. Um, But with these injuries, it's, it's 50, 50. And I'm going to take Josh Allen, the offense, just home field advantage in this one. Don't blame you. Uncertain. I I know you said that you think AFC championship game is not going to be close with the Ravens and Chiefs or the Ravens and Bills. I think I didn't say that. Oh, you said it's going to be lopsided, right? If the Chiefs win, I think if the Bills win and they have another week to get their players back, then it gets then it becomes a real game. I my hot take is that I think the winner of this game is in the Super Bowl. Yeah, see, I just don't agree with you. I mean, I'd say it happened, but I think the Ravens are easily the, the better team than both of them. I agree. I don't think better Um, matters. What I will say is that this game is not going to be like that divisional round classic. Was it 21 or 22? I still can't remember. 21, but it happened in 22. The 21. Okay. Okay. Um, Where both teams are scoring in like 30 seconds. That's not how either of these teams operate anymore. Both of them have become a lot more run heavy and a lot more physical. And this is going to be a really hard fought game rather than a really explosive game, especially in the snow. It could be higher scoring, but it won't be as exciting as the. I don't think so. I'm just I'm saying I I could see it happening, but I don't. It won't be as good as that 2021 game, although probably be better than the regular season game that they had with each other earlier. That was a good game too. It was good, yeah, but especially the end where Mahomes turned into a complete crybaby and tried to kill the refs. (laughs) That did happen, yeah. Um, I have to stick with Buffalo. I don't know. Yeah, the Crazy. NFC is a little more cut and dry. What? Yeah, I'm saying we're different on that one. You have KCI of Buffalo. It'll be interesting. To I see think what- that's our only different pick for the rest of this. Probably. Um, Packers at Niners. It's one versus seven. Granted, the Packers aren't really playing like a seven seed right now. Not at all. They're playing very well. I would not be surprised to see them come in and shock the world and just completely overwhelm the Niners' offensive line and Brock Purdy. Will it happen? Probably not. Could it? Sure. Um, the spread is 10 points for a reason. The one team has been playing like the best team in their conference all year. Mm-hmm. And the other team really caught fire at the end of the year, but wasn't exactly a great team all year. And so 
we could see the Packers make it a game. The Niners historically destroy the Packers, as we've seen in the playoffs more than once, I believe. And the the Niners are in the NFC Championship game, if you ask me. Yeah, I also have the Niners in the NFC Championship game. And really, just in your head, I mean, give the Packers back Aaron Rodgers, put them up against the Niners, and you're picking the Niners every time. I don't think Jordan Love is as good as Aaron Rodgers yet. I think he's great. But it's just that it's the unknown. It's it's unknown. But, like, I don't know. To me, like, there's no scenario in my mind where LaFleur is going to find a way to outcoach Shanahan, outcoach the talent of the Niners. I disagree with that. In the in this situation, I don't think so. Like, maybe he – I think that if, if Joe Barry and the defense come out firing like they did against Dallas, I think that we, they have a real shot. But the weakness the of the Packers all year has been their defense. The Niners are in Dallas. That's what I'm trying to – like, I don't True. think – I do not think – even if they get stops in the beginning, I think the Niners are just going to overcome – like, I cannot see an offense with McCaffrey, with Kittle, with Debo, with Ayuk, with Purdy yeah. playing the way he's been playing. You know, it would take, like, a Ravens-level defense and Purdy self-destructing for the Packers to to be able to stop the Niners. I keep saying self-destruct. It's, it's just funny, but um, – yeah, um, I, I really think that the Niners are just better on both sides of the ball, as good as Jordan Love is. Maybe Jordan Love makes it a fight and shows that he really is that guy in this game. But even then, like, I think it comes down to the Packers defense, which just isn't good enough for me to win this game. So I'm taking the Niners. I think it's pretty set in stone that they're going to the NFC Championship game and probably the Super Bowl. I agree. I could, I could see it being a three-point game. I could see it being a 20-point game. Same, yeah. The same goes for this next game, which is number three Lions versus number four Bucks in Detroit. Um, the Bucks, I mean, as much as I give them credit for beating the brakes off the Eagles, it's not much of an accomplishment in my book. Um, yeah. I love Baker. I like their offensive personnel. I like some of their defenders. I don't think they're very well coached. I think their their new offensive coordinator is really good. I like him. Mm-hmm. Canales, I, I think is how you say his name. Yeah, he's um, very good. Reason for Baker's a good year. Yeah, Baker's had a, a very good year. And but the Lions was the with better. Canales was with Geno Smith the year before too. No kidding. His quarterback coach, yeah. So he deserves credit for both breakouts. He's, I think. he's got a, a nice little track record going. Anyway, continue, continue. Um but the Lions have been one of the better teams in the NFC all year, even with their issues on defense. The Bucks are not exactly the team to expose that. And I think this game is pretty set in stone. Unless Jared Goff completely implodes and becomes Jared Goof. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I just, the Lions are the better team. And although Campbell tends to not, to, to make some iffy decisions to me, Although the the Lions defense isn't really all that great, I just don't see a world like the Bucks are not good enough to make a, a NFC championship game, in my opinion. And while they've looked good this year, while they've had some great games, while they looked great against us, that's not an accomplishment. I think that I mean the Lions are the better team. The way that they were playing against the Rams, I think they should continue that dominance. I think they should probably win by a touchdown, maybe 10 points, and set up a Lions uh 49ers nfc championship game i agree that, that one's pretty simple yeah i mean i i who knows maybe baker has some magic in him but you know what i forgot to mention at the lions game what matt stafford is one tough dude because we were this close from getting a carson wentz playoff appearance yeah i had my wentz eagles jersey on and everything i was ready <laughs> i know we were we were texting during that sequence we were like oh no Carson Wentz baby. wearing the jersey. Yeah. That was I wish we well, I don't wish. I want I like that Stafford finished the game and I was so ready for this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's ride. Wentz deserves another chance, man. Bring him back home. If Wentz was playing for any team, I mean he beat the Niners week 18. I think if Wentz, like if Wentz is the quarterback for the Packers, they beat the, the Niners this week. Yeah, and then and then they beat the the Lions in the NFC Championship game and yeah. then the Super Bowl. Yeah, 
Yes. I think Wentz would win the Super Bowl if he was on any of these teams in the playoffs. It never gets old. It it just he's the best quarterback in the league. Um I I actually love Carson Wentz. I do. I think he deserves another chance. I really love like all the animosity in my body towards Carson Wentz has disappeared. (laughs) I'm rooting for the guy at this point. I think he's a good guy. I don't know. He has some talent. We'll see. He'll get he'll get another chance. He'll get another chance. Yes, some, but not much anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. You can't say that for sure. We need to see him play again. Uh before we go, Alex, final Super Bowl prediction. I think I already know yours, but now with what we know. What two teams do you have in it? You don't have Ravens to say Niners. what happens leading up to it. Just what two teams are playing for you. Ravens Niners. Okay. So boring. Hey, Flacco Kaepernick all over. <laughs> that That's not what's happening. I'm, I have Niners Bills, and that's what I had before the playoffs started. Part of me kept my Bills pick because that's what I had before the playoffs started. You know, if I knew all I knew, maybe I'd pick the Chiefs now. I don't know, but – I'm st- I'm sticking with the Bills. I like the Bills. You know, Ravens could be there too. I think it's Niners versus one of those three teams. That's pretty much set in stone for me. So even if the Texans somehow win, they're going to lose to the Bills or Chiefs, in my opinion. So, yeah. I I know you're making a face, but I'm I'm saying oh, my no. my opinion on this. I can't see rookie CJ Stroud making the Super Bowl. If he does and wins it, then he's already in my goat conversation. I know you're laughing, but I I mean, imagine, imagine. Um, yeah. Niners, Bills, Ravens, Niners. Those are our predictions. This was a fun one. You got anything else, Alex, before we leave? Can we get some chaos? I mean, we already got some with the Packers, but can we get a little more? I want to see Baker in an NFC championship game. Imagine we got Baker and CJ Stroud in an in a championship game. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. Imagine we get Jordan Love in a championship game. Imagine. That's actually that what I so want to see. That's what I want. We can see that next year, if I'm being honest. We can see that this year. We probably won't, but we can. For That's what I want. Yeah. Jordan Love, NFC championship game. Let's go. Um. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all we have. I mean, we'll be we'll be here next week to talk about what happens. Maybe we will be talking about a, a Jordan Love-Baker Mayfield championship game. Who knows? Who knows? But... Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed all of this chaos and madness. We'll be here next week. Bye-bye.